Hi, welcome back. My name is James Ramos. I'm here um, on the show with Lauren Klein. Yes, yes. Lauren <laughs> Klein is an interior designer out of Tampa, Florida. She came uh, by way of Brazil. Um and uh, first stop was L.A. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So so you learn the trade in L.A. And then um, thankfully she and her husband came to Tampa because her husband's from Tampa. So yes, he is. So we're grateful to have you, Lauren. Thank, Thank you, you so much. In. So um, I wanted to talk about something that's really interesting um, as you're a home designer. But I wanted to talk basically overall, like just some interesting facts about home design. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the trends that are going on today. We know that the market is super hot, yes. especially in Tampa Bay, the west coast of Florida. There's a lot of folks moving into the state these days. Um, so there's a lot of um, need for renovations. Yeah. And there's a huge need for, you know, ground up construction. And it's very difficult to come by. So you know, not always, you know, when you get a home, it's how you want it when you get it, um, especially that there's more inventory. Most likely than, never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's more inventory in the used market. So, um, you know, that's what makes uh, your role so important. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I did find a niche in thanks to you guys as well. We've been co- collabing in a, in a few projects and mm-hmm. I've been loving it. I, you guys were exactly what I was looking for when I was coming to Tampa. Oh, that's good. In terms of the detailing yeah. and everything, it's the high end that I'm really used to. Um, but basically, yes, there's a lot of things that I found in each in Tampa. And uh, I think people, a lot of people, like you said, are moving in and everybody needs some help with mm-hmm. their homes because when you move to a house, hardly ever it's going to be the way you like it. And you're always going to want to change something, right. you know, and, and things like that. So, the overall, you just have to think. I wanted to give a tip for people that are thinking about designing or thinking about hiring somebody to design. You do have to pay attention. I think you need to focus exactly what your priorities are. What's the weakness and the... Strength. The strengths. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, the strengths of your home and everything, right. just to see what the priorities and what everything you want to have in a new project. You know, you just have to think through and not forget pretty much about the elements that you want to include there that will give your designer a lot more direction of whenever they design a project for you. Right? I think it's important what you mentioned, like you had said high end, but it's not necessarily right. It's you know, not you've, necessarily you've done projects high end. for us and, and, yes. and it's not like you're, you know, standing there and like, Oh, you need the $12,000 <laughs> fridge. Right? No, it's all or about the, the highs and lows the, too. You, you know, know, the $20,000 chandelier. So what's great about a good designer like yourself is, is that you really listen Exactly. You're empathetic. Yeah. So, so you, you, you know, you kind of, you know, you have that big ear mm-hmm. and, and you're writing things down. So people know that you're actually taking the order. It's kind of like, you know, going to the restaurant and the, the waiter the server, doesn't, yes, exactly. you know, the server doesn't write down your order and you're like, it's not that they're going to forget it. It's just you have the anxiety that they're not listening <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and they're going to forget it. And sometimes so the whole time up until you get your food, you're like, Damn, I was so nervous. My palms are sweating and I didn't even it's, think they were going like to deliver. It's like when you have it, the so. pressure as an interior designer, you're basically not writing like hand notes. Yeah. You just have your phone and you're actually writing notes about it. But you have to show the person, hey, listen, I'm, I'm taking notes, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, you have to as an interior designer, you do have to ask as many questions as you can to your client. Yeah. You know, you just really, really have to dig deep into the lifestyle, the desires, the budget, everything like that. That way you can design everything 
that they need and they are looking yeah. for, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, going back to what I was mentioning and then I veered off onto a different oh, we're, topic, we're both but, doing that. <laughs> but the idea is, is that, you know, it's not about, you know, that designer and their style. Some people actually mm -hmm. go to designers and they have one particular style that they're very good at. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they don't necessarily listen um, because there's going to be some things that the client wants right. to incorporate and things. And you can't have that, that professional across from you, you know, mandating the look and the feel and the paint colors and everything that they're successful with, or maybe they have a playbook on. Right. Right. So right. what you, you've shown and, you know, you've been able to really um, have a diverse set of skills that you can actually listen and depending on what the clients want, mm -hmm. you know, you can offset and, and fill that you know the technical needs yes absolutely and obviously there is a certain type of style you know if it's extremely traditional or let's say a baroque style mm -hmm. i'm most likely not going to be your designer right. but other than that all the traditional transitional you know the modern contemporary the farmhouse now mm -hmm. trending um things like that i'll definitely be able to help you you know you have to have you have to, exactly you're absolutely right you know you have to listen to your client you can't impose a style or you can't impose certain items just because you think they're the best for your client. Right. You know, you just have to really have big ears and listen to your client's needs so you can design the home for them because every project is different. You know, every person is different. You have a different sense of style. You have a different, you know, uh, we've done ADA bathrooms before and things like that. It all depends. You know, everybody right. has a different thing that they're looking for. So that's definitely important. Very yeah. So help me fill in the gaps. So, so let's <laughs> just talk about trends. So I yes. know that the biggest trend right now is actually a big kitchen. Yeah. Right. And the then island. we're, we're, we're the we're dining, two. the dining room of the, of the old is, is getting replaced with a dining area in, you know, or off the kitchen. Yes, absolutely. The kitchens are open to family rooms. Open concept all yeah. the way. Yeah. The <laughs> Everybody family, wants that. The family rooms and the kitchens are open to the exterior living areas. Mm -hmm. So outdoor maybe, kitchens yeah, as well. Outdoor yeah. kitchens, so you have you know a close proximity from your indoor kitchen to your outdoor kitchen. Exactly. Right. What else? Outdoor outdoor dining room as well, just yeah. right outside of mm -hmm. the dining room, which is the open space now. Um, trending styles, like for example, terrazzo is coming back. Yeah. Aren't you excited nice. about that? Yeah. I am actually. Yeah. <laughs> they have such a fresher take on what they were in the past, you know, and they could be a fun element. You just have to design it in a timeless matter. That's, mm -hmm. that's what it's important to, but terrazzo is coming back. The wallpapers are back full force. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. yeah. But they, again, they have a fresher take on it. You know, you don't want to do. So where do people find wallpaper these days? So, I mean, it feels like Amazon is. Etsy Closed. is a good Etsy? Etsy has a lot of a I thought Etsy of was just your own own homemade stuff. Mm, you can't you can or yes, you, you can there there are some companies on Etsy. Um I ordered from a place called Walnut Walnut.com. Okay. Okay. Uh, a lot of a lot you can of get samples. There. You can get samples. Yes, you can get samples. Believe it or not, Urban Outfitters has peel and stick wallpapers that they are a little bit of a boho style, so not for you everybody. Have to lick them. You have to lick it. No, you don't have to lick it. <laughs> you, just, you just peel and stick okay. <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> um, so yeah, those. So just, just th those. But, so wallpapers. T traditionally, what we've done with wallpapers are just like one room, like the powder room. Yes. Yeah. You know, You're not, not gonna wallpaper like, every place yeah. either. There, so there's a place back, for like it. Twenty, thirty years ago, with the grass. Oh what yeah. Was it called grass, the grass cloth. Grass cloth. Yep. Still. And that was just still going. Super. Popular. Still going strong. 
I remember yep. that at my my parents' home. We had like <laughs> grass wallpaper everywhere. But they are good. Yeah. You just have to yeah. be mindful of how you're gonna, where you're gonna place it. What's the overall concept? You right. know, you can't just put a Grammy flowery mm-hmm. wallpaper somewhere and expect it to look good without tying in everything. You know, you just have to coordinate everything with that. But I do love a wallpaper in the powder room. I do. Um, it depends on what type of wallpaper, what type of style, of course, but that's, that's a good trend coming back. Then obviously you have other things like, um, the farmhouse things, which is right. the shiplap, you know, there's a bit of, a little bit of a more modern take on the shiplap nowadays, mm-hmm. instead of doing such a wide plank and so patinaed, you can do a narrower plank, but just spray paint it, you know, that's yeah. a modern take yeah. on it, but it's still a shiplap, you know molding uh wainscoting molding is not only outside of the traditional Mm -hmm. homes they're actually being incorporated in a more transitional bohemian style and all those things so all those trends are very important it's just knowing how trendy they are and designing the overall as a timeless as a timeless design you know you don't want to look back to your house and say oh my god this is completely like we used to do in the 90s remember you look yeah. at a house and you look at the house, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's the 90s right there. You know, and then reflective ceiling designs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of times when we build a home, you know, depending on the budget of the client, you know, what's really cool about when you're finished with a ground up home or finished with a renovation, you really don't need any furniture in the home because right. it feels like it's already decorated. It's already completed. Yeah, yeah. But in order to do that, it's really hard because it's, you know, not just, you know, doing great flooring and wainscot and, you know, trim and you know, door with nice door profiles, mm-hmm. good cabinetry, good crown. You got to do the ceiling. Yeah. You know, and people don't realize how difficult Seal, it is. Poor ceiling is forgotten. Yeah. A lot of times. A lot of times, you know, once the ceiling layout, because you got your, you know, your can lights. Right. Right. You got an air vent. Yep. And then a smoke alarm smoke in some rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, and then if you throw speakers in, it looks like, you know, it's a, it's a face with a bunch of zits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect description. <laughs> You got acne on the ceiling, you know, and it's really hard to lay it out. Yes, it um, is. Because the plans, you know, as I mentioned before in the past, some of the past shows, but, you know, there's not, you don't necessarily need a a reflective ceiling plan, you know, to pull a permit. No. Um, Yeah. But you you should do that study, though, for sure. You should do that. Because, you know, you want to, at least if you're going to have, like you said, a lot of zits on the face. You need to make sure they're at least lined up. You yeah. know, things yeah. like that are important because otherwise it just looks like you, out of the blue, put them randomly on the ceiling, didn't even pay attention to it, right. didn't put any detail or work into it, and it will show. Yeah, you and know? especially, you know, when you're thinking about, like, how much money should you put toward the interior design and put toward the construction? Yeah. I mean, I always say the rule of thumb is 8 to 12% of the total budget mm-hmm should be put toward your interior design team. And that right. interior design team could be architecture. It could be, you know, just an interior designer. Right. If it's an interior renovation. Um, but all of that pre-construction work is super important. Extremely important. Yeah. You know, so going back to trends, you know, I know another trend is, you know, a great master bath. Yes. I mean, who doesn't like a master bathroom, right? Especially with a freestanding tub. And if you can even put it close to the window where the natural light is coming in. Oh, my God. Have a glass of wine, maybe. So what are the ways that you collect information? You know, so like- the way I usually do it is I send a questionnaire to the client and uh, with a lot of questions, like, for example, what finishes do you like? What are you looking for? Is there any material that you're looking for? You know, do you have special, do, do you have special requirements to it? Like, for example, 
if sometimes what I found is that if the if the client is a little older, they're thinking, you know, for the future, they want to make sure they have enough room for possibly, God forbid, but possibly a wheelchair or mm-hmm. a walker and things like that. So all of those questions are in a questionnaire where we send it to them and they responded back to us with sometimes I even like doing the reference style images where you send the, the yeah. images to mm-hmm. and you you incorporate yeah, it. You know, we're that. talking about that yeah, as we'll well. Talk about that. Right. So Sending that gives you a really, really good direction on where to go and how to design it. You know, a lot of people, obviously, a lot of people like doing the, like I said, the freestanding tub close to close to the window because yeah. natural light is never mm-hmm. a bad idea and it's always good to have. Um, so, yeah, those those are trending. But that's how I usually get the information from the client for a master bathroom. Yeah. You know, you definitely want to make sure you're putting everything that they want. Uh, but you can see a lot of trends, like, for example, going back to the trending topic, you can see a lot of marbles or a lot of porcelain tiles that mimic marble nowadays. Nowadays, they are actually really, really good. Um, you can install that on the floors, on the walls, um, the subway pattern, which is also a trend. And now I'm trying, I'm getting a little bit over it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm trying to do like different patterns with the same size tile, for right. example, just so we can right. create something different, you know, yeah. bring some uniqueness to that project particularly. So Things like that, yeah, that would be the master bathroom. Yeah, so and and one to think of, you know, something to think of when you're when you're doing a, the design. If you have a good interior designer, it's not your role to go in and actually be creative and also, you know, have money in mind. You know, so a good interior designer is is that you know they you need to lean on them, show them pictures. Um, we have a couple ways that we collect yep. Im- images, like what Lauren was saying. One is a questionnaire. We have this style quiz that we're coming out with, but it's styling and profiling. So we're trying to profile <laughs> the client and and get their style at the same time. So it's kind of like being at the eye doctor, where it's like you like A, B, or C, and then it's like oh I like B, and then you like B, D, or E. So at the end of this um, very pictorial type type um, item, we're just trying to collect information of what you like. But bringing pictures in the past, we would say clippings and then circle what you like um, because you'll look at the picture five days later and you'll see 10 different things. And you don't know what to look you at. You don't really know why you, <laughs> why you picked it. On Howl's or on Pinterest, you can actually write notes, um, mm-hmm. you know, the new way to do it. Yes, it absolutely. Mag- or magazines around in Yes, Only they are. Travel. They are. I love magazines buy. still. That's, That's why the they're thing. like fifteen dollars. Yes, <laughs> but now you you can also get the digital version of them, which is good. But I, I'm a I'm an old style girl. Yeah. I like the paper. <laughs> and the interior designer is is their job is to get your style that you want, and then they're going to go in and price it. So yes, I always like to use the analogy. I don't know what the magazine is, but it's a um, female you know focused magazine. But they show. Uh, you know, a beautiful movie star, you know, with their $10,000 clothes and yeah. they have all the examples of where to buy, you know, the lesser expensive. Right. Items. Right. The versions, right. So the similar versions, versions to it. Were the yes. Knockoff. So, yes. So, and then the other analogy that I like to use is, you know, there's a excellent restaurant called Burns in Tampa mm-hmm. and they have like the largest wine selection in the world. And I've been there with with clients and friends and things, and it's really easy to order a $300 bottle of wine and to beat your chest and say, man, this bottle is yes. great. Well, I hope to hell it is. You know, <laughs> you just paid $300. Oh, my God. But find me the bottle that's $50 that tastes like the $300 bottle. And that's, I think, what what really makes... Um, you know, moving in back to back to design that yes. we're talking about, <laughs> but what makes a great interior designer? 
Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. And there's so, always like, you know, what we were talking about before too, um, tricks, you know, uh, you, you don't necessarily, like you said, you don't necessarily need to have that $12,000 chandelier to make the room look pretty. You can find items that are much lower than that in price and then achieve a similar style that's still going to be beautiful. You know, um, for example, if a room is very, very small, you know, and you want to make it look bigger, just obviously you're going to have to clean it all up, but <laughs> that's job. that right get get the stuff out but that's why we pay you the big bucks exactly that's right <laughs> see i know what i'm talking about <laughs> but basically yeah. if the room is small you know you definitely want to use lighter colors right. don't unless you really purposely want to go right. moody use brighter colors uh lighter mirrors are always a good trick mm -hmm. you know things like and that smoke mirrors are coming back smoke mirrors are coming back the antique, antique mirrors yeah. mm-hmm which we're doing in a client now. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah we're doing one. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I want to see how it's going to turn out. But um, yes, the, all of those little tricks, you know, they come in handy when you can't spend a lot of money. Like exactly, for example, like paint. You know, if you don't have the money to do a wallpaper or something more intricate like that, you can always do a design with the paint colors. Yep. You know, you can, there's like some styles that are trending right now that I see in kids' rooms, for example. They're doing mountains only with the paint. You wow. know, so, so those are tricks that you That's can always cool. do. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. Super cool. And it's well, cost effective. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. You're Lauren so welcome. Klein. Yes. My name is James Ramos with Renovate with Ramos. And I would love for you to like this video. And also, if you'd like to follow us, you can go to RamosCompanies.com and actually put your email in. We send out a lot of great information. There's over 100 hours of, of uh, information on our website. And... Um, a lot of great projects and we'd love for you guys to follow us and give us a thumbs up take care of you.